We are bombarded with all kinds of messaging in media every day. Who's the hottest artist? What's the latest trend in social media? What massive tweet will change the civic or religious landscape? What's the next in thing? Messaging's not so bad if we keep it in perspective. And that's what we're going to do right now, today. Keep life in perspective as we listen intently for God's message so all the others will make sense. Welcome to Message Daily with your host, author, speaker, L. David Harris. Peace and blessings, listening friends. We know that you could have chosen to spend your time doing any one of a number of things, but I am excited that you have chosen instead to invest some of it with us. This is L. David Harris. I am your host, and this is Message Daily, where we give you God's word for just about 15 minutes every single day, and it's a blessing that we can continue in our multi-part devotional series titled Life Lessons from the Book of Daniel. Today is part number 35. Can you imagine how quickly this has happened? So many episodes in just one series. Well, uh, as they say, time flies when you're having fun. So thank you for uh, joining us every day. I'd like to welcome everyone joining us, especially those joining us for the very first time. Hopefully you will find this to be a place where you can hang your hat every day and uh, get into a good connection with God and be transformed by his spirit. And uh, before we get into that, I'd like to ask you please to direct your web browser to messagemagazine.com. And there you can find access to all that the ministry is doing in social media, the World Wide Web, and on the Message Podcast Network. And uh, so I thank you for that. Please also leave an honest review and rating Uh, for the program. Let people know what God is doing in your life through the program, not asking you to say how wonderful the voice of the person who's doing the program is, uh, as much as that could be kind, right? But it's more about what is God doing in your life, right? So let it be sort of a testimony. I learned this today, and this is how it is impacting my life kind of thing, right? So please leave an honest review and rating, and that will increase the visibility for the program. And other people can also have a connection with God through the word that we share here. So let's go ahead and pray and get started. Father in heaven, thank you for giving us a new opportunity today to hear from you. And I'm asking you now to give us humility. Teach us how to listen to good and wise counsel. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen again. Okay, so the topic for today is enter the queen. What does that mean? Well, we need to go to uh, Daniel chapter 5. Daniel chapter 5, and we'll begin reading at verse 9. Daniel chapter 5, and we'll begin reading at verse 9. And the Bible reads, Then King Neb- uh, King Belshazzar, I don't know how many times I've made that mistake. If I've said Nebuchadnezzar, where it should have been Belshazzar, please pardon me. All right. So then King Belshazzar was very terrified and he was visibly shaken. His nobles were completely dumbfounded due to the noise caused by the king and his nobles. The queen mother uh, then entered the banquet room. She said, oh, king, live forever. Don't be alarmed. Don't be shaken. There is a man in your kingdom who is with 
within, who has within him a spirit of the holy gods. And of course, this really means that, you know, from the uh, true believer's perspective, that she recognized the Holy Spirit who was in Daniel. Now, of course, she spoke from her perspective because she was a polytheist. That means she believed in more than one God. But here we can see that there is excellence found in him because God put power in Daniel to become God's mouthpiece. And, of course, that was something that uh, that was uh, well documented about Daniel. Okay, so don't be alarmed. Don't be shaken. There's somebody in your kingdom and he has the Holy Spirit. Let's just put it that way. In the days of your father, he proved to have insight and discernment and wisdom like that of the gods. Well, of course, again, this is from her perspective, but from our perspective, it only makes sense because why? God, when he uses a prophet, it's using, he's using the prophet as his mouthpiece. So what God says, the prophet says. What God wants communicated, God tells the prophet and the prophet is to communicate it. All right. King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, appointed him chief of the magicians, astrologers, wise men and diviners. And for good reason, let me just say, why? Again, not because he was so so wonderful in and of himself. Yes, he was a faithful man of God. But remember, God is the one who is at work in Daniel's life. Thus, there was found in this man, Daniel, whom the king uh, renamed Belteshazzar, an extraordinary spirit, knowledge and skill to interpret dreams solve riddles and decipher naughty problems. Now summon Daniel and he will disclose the interpretation. Isn't it wonderful that God, even in an empire, empire and a society where God is not worshipped, isn't it wonderful that God could have manifest in the life of one of his children, uh, the character of God, such that even unholy people could recognize it? I think there is a verse that says, let your light. Now, we're not talking about Daniel anymore. We're not talking about uh, Babylon anymore. We're talking about you. Enter your name here in your job, in your school setting, at the gym where you exercise, in your household, right? At church, at school, wherever you happen to be, enter your name here. Let your light so shine before people that when they see your good works, they will glorify your Father which is in heaven. So God wants us to be a living testimony, a living sacrifice, but a living testimony where people can see how God is through our lives. So we should be sort of a looking glass, right? A window, if you want to say, where people can see when they see us move, they're seeing how God moves. When they see us in how we treat people, they're seeing God, how he would treat people. Oh my. So is that an indictment or an encouragement to you as you're listening? Just be honest with yourself. We're not asking anybody to type it into any social media feed or share it with anyone. It's just something that you need to wrestle with. And so do I within yourself to say, what kind of person am I? When people see me, do they see the character of God? Yes or no? If the answer is no, then today is your day as it is mine to recommit yourselves or commit yourself to God 
in a way that when people do see you, they can say, yes, this is this is a good representation of what God must be like, especially in our households. Okay, and so now we know that this woman has all faith and confidence uh, that this man of God can help. And so as the banquet hall is thrown into confusion because of the mysterious message on the wall, the queen comes in and provides direction to the befuddled king. She reminds the king about Daniel, whose ability to interpret dreams and solve mysteries has been demonstrated during the time of Nebuchadnezzar. If Belshazzar were as smart as his predecessor, he would have known where to turn to find the meaning of this mysterious writing. And I wouldn't say uh, 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 that, that this should be a surprise to Belshazzar. I'm sure that there was writing I'm sure that there was record of this man in the kingdom, but fortunately there is historical uh, intelligence there because the queen uh, is there to give help here. The intervention of the queen proves necessary for the king, who at this point seems utterly at a loss as to what to do next. He could have been horrified. Yes, I think he was. Her words sound like a rebuke to Belshazzar for having overlooked the only person in the kingdom who can interpret the mysterious writing. And let me just say, uh, during the time of, of, of Nebuchadnezzar, uh, we got to see that as Nebuchadnezzar was, was uh, creating his team, his team, the requirements of uh, the team as he fed from the table, the king's meat and the king's drink and whatever else he did as he set aside these young men for three years. Uh, it fi We find that the only way that those whom he tried to appoint in, 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 in his realm as magicians and astrologers and wise men and diviners and so forth and, and, and advisors uh, was uh, it was out of range, really. For those who were not God's people, there were only four who actually could have qualified because he looked for those without blemish. And we said a few weeks ago that the only way that someone could be without blemish, according to the text, was that they would have moral upstanding. They would be morally upstanding. And we see that those magicians and astrologers and wise men and diviners and so forth, advisors, did not fit the bill. And in fact, when God had set those four young men aside for himself and they would not defile themselves with the king's meat, they showed immediately their qualification, not because they were so special, not because they were uh, perfect in and of themselves, but because God himself put in them his Holy Spirit so they so they could be victorious over sin and then be receptive to God's word which they would pass on at every appropriate time. And so uh, as we continue, and she also gives the king an oral resume of Daniel, the prophet, as the spirit of the holy God, uh, light and understanding and divine wisdom, excellent spirit, knowledge. Uh, his, he is capable of understanding because of all of this and interpreting dreams, solving riddles, explaining enigmas. He was chief of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers in Nebuchadnezzar's time, according to Daniel chapter 5. And at this point, we again wonder why Belshazzar, pardon me, had ignored Daniel. 
The text does not offer a direct answer to this question, but we presume that this time Daniel, after serving the king at least until the third year of his reign, according to Daniel chapter 8, is no longer in active service. One factor could be Daniel's age. We're not sure, but it, it could be. He is probably around 80 years of age, and the king may have wanted to replace the old leadership with a younger generation. The king also uh, may have decided to ignore Daniel because he did not want to commit himself to Daniel's God. But whatever the reason or combination of reasons, it remains striking that someone with such a portfolio as Daniel's could be forgotten so soon. And in the book of Romans chapter 1, uh, the closing verses, beginning at about verse 16, right through to the end, we can see a principle manifest that has to do with what happens when we don't worship God. Question, did, uh, did, Bel, did uh, Belshazzar uh, worship the God of heaven? Well, the answer is no. Did he worship false gods? Well, the answer is yes. And so if someone chooses not to worship God, but chooses also to worship false gods, then what will happen in that person or person's lives? Well, when we don't worship God as he deserves, there are all manner of evil and sin that we will commit. It is inevitable. Why? Because we have no insulation against such sin. And also, that means that we will not generally receive the wisdom of God. Why not? Because our minds are closed to him. Bible says if anyone lacks wisdom, we should ask God who will not withhold it, who will give so freely that when we have this wisdom, it very, uh, verily we are actually receiving Jesus Christ into our lives. Proverbs chapter 8 teaches us that God, Jesus, is our wisdom. First uh, Corinthians chapter 1 Verses 30 and 31 teaches us very clearly in clear words and terms that Jesus is our wisdom. And so had this king had the habit of worshiping God, he would have immediately received the wisdom of God. But unfortunately, he needed to be told that there was a man who could help him. But unfortunately, as we will note uh, soon, uh, when he does receive interpretation, boy, the interpretation is not favorable. That doesn't need to be our case. We can listen to God. We can do his will and we can be saved. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. Always remember what God says matters most. His message shared through our lives has the power to change the world today and provide hope for the future. This has been Message Daily with L. David Harris. Until next time, make it a great day.